with you. I am here to talk about whatever happened to the hall monitor. It's something that happened to me at about the age of eight. And he was about 10 years old. And I find this extremely important to share just for another point of view. Nothing about what I say is, you know, the be-all and end-all. You take what works and you leave the rest. If it makes a difference for you, it makes a difference. If it doesn't, it doesn't. That's okay. However, why do I want to share it? Because I believe there are two sides to a story. There always has been. I've experienced that in my life. And uh, here it goes. So I was eight years old, as I said, and I needed to go to the bathroom. And so I got up and I, I raised my hand, actually, and I asked the teacher, can I go to the bathroom? And she said, yeah. So I walk out, and as immediately as I walk out, I see a young boy. He's 10 years old, about. He's got a wristband on his arm showing that he's the hall monitor making sure that everybody is doing what they're supposed to. He says, what are you doing here? And I said, I'm going to the bathroom. The teacher let me out to go to the bathroom. And he's like, no, you're not. Follow me or else you're going to get in trouble. And you got to know that's my first experience with authority other than my parents or my mom. And so he takes me around back. He then begins to tell me that he hands me a little piece of metal and he says put this up your bleep and I panic and I just start talking my way out of this I'm not going to go into detail other than that I do remember having a conversation with him I'm not exactly sure how the conversation went all I know is that all of a sudden he's telling me that this is happening to him all the time, that his father does this to him. And that he beats him and his brothers. At the time, I could care less what was going on with him and his family. I was just trying to get myself out of that situation as quickly as possible and not land in the hospital. Because I had images of having to go to the hospital. And when it was over, I remember just going back to class. Why do I share that? Because as children, that's what we do. There are children being bombed in Ukraine right now. And everybody comments on how okay they are. Well, I sat there and I went on because that's what you do when you're a kid. What do you do with that information? I had no idea to report. I had no idea there was something wrong. It's better these days, but still even they, these days, you know, when someone is being a predator, their whole deal is to groom. 
and to get you in a situation where you're not going to tell anybody anything. And then you grow up with that stuff, not knowing that you're actually growing up with it, with all that caca inside. And I say the same for him. I mean, I look at that now, and I, what happened to him? What did he grow into? Apparently, at 10 years old, he was already starting to be a bully. Why? Because someone was imposing aggression onto him. He's a kid. He's a baby. And to have to have that much upset and rage and anger, and I understand that rage and anger. And then what do you do with that? So then we wonder, why are there bullies? Well, it's simply a reflection of the internal state. And as children, we're honest and true. We're not hiding anything. We don't know to hide it. We're just being. And then we grow up with this stuff. And then we're dodging sketchy people. And we're wondering if this person's going to hurt me or that person's going to hurt me. Because, well, that happened early on. Although it's a memory, every time somebody steps into my life, boom, there it is. That's the way it used to be. It's for you to discover if that's present for you and how life shows up for you. Your wonderful discovery. And yet, you know, I find it difficult to blame him. There's a way that boys and girls are being groomed. What's very prevalent and has been for thousands and thousands of years is that women are disposable. Not on purpose. I'm not sitting here blaming men that that's happening. And yet, there is a responsibility each person has to maintain for themselves if they are inside, internally, using the yuck and yum, they may have to look at something. That's not the point of this. This conversation is really about re recognizing that we've all been groomed a certain way. And a truth of that grooming is that guys can do whatever they want. And it's okay. And girls can't. And that's ancient grooming, peoples. It's not new not new at all now the question is who are we going to be here in the 21st century about all that you can blow it off just like I blew off the event that happened in my life so long ago walked around life not knowing how impactful it had been and how it preceded me almost in every action I ever took with another person. I can't do that anymore because I know differently. And yet now I have compassion for that man. Because he was violated as well. 
we're violated when we're told that we have to be a certain way and we're not that that's not our nature you know it would be so cool if guys could just grow up to be themselves fit in their skin and guys i'm not saying that you're not and yet if you're listening i think you will grasp the bigger picture of the words being shared here. They're not intended as a make wrong. It really is. Why are we doing the same things over and over again, expecting different results? And I've met so many men who are just beautiful human beings, and they're born into this, and they've taken actions they haven't necessarily liked and then it comes a time where responsibility for those actions are at our face in our front door they're in our face I should say and at our front door and always remember that responsibility for those actions are your amends for them sometimes we cannot make amends to someone personally however we can make amends for our own heart within because this year-long journey is yours internally nobody else nobody knows what you're moving through you get to choose you get to step up or not and if you don't just no make wrong because that's where you're at and yet I do want you to know with all my heart that I took certain steps to make amends in this world for some of the actions I took when I didn't know when I was doing the best I could with what I knew we are all doing the best we can with what we know and today we get to choose a little differently if we like and if we choose Put a new stake in the ground because it's about our essence it's not about if we're listening to Eckhart it's not about our physical form our physical form may be male our physical form may be female however that is not the essence of life that lives within us the essence of who we are is what we get to get comfortable with not the idea of who we are not the hell of living into someone else's expectations of who they think we should be so that's what I have to share about the hall monitor and yeah so much more so much more so much can be said However, my point in this is that we're all in this bucket together. And we are the only ones that can get ourselves out of it. If you've been listening to Eckhart and The Power of Now, you know there's a box of gold you've been sitting on and you haven't opened the lid. And now you get to open the lid and see what's really available because of all the things I've done in my life, the drugs, the alcohol, the prostitution, 
all of it. Love always loved me. Always has and always will. I now know that it has only been the mind, my mind, and the mind of others that have judged me. And once we start chipping away or start dissolving that old paradigm of being in mind, or as we begin to dissolve that old paradigm of being in the mind within each one of us, ourselves, because that's all we can be responsible for, that's where that shift begins to happen. That's when that tipping point is hit. And all I know is love is love is love is love. And everywhere we turn, there's a point, something pointing to love. Something pointing to love, trying to bring us to love. So. And I choose love. And if you're listening to this podcast, then I'm, I'm saying that you're choosing love too. So, if you're not, that's okay. Yeah, so anyway, I'm loving you. Have a beautiful day. And no make wrong. Bye-bye.